Wingman Nation. Welcome to the Wingman Men's Moment Podcast. This is your host, John Delaney, hanging at the hangar with, well, let's see. Is Who it is Frankie, here? Frankie Paganini? Frankie Paganini. Or is it Randy Ferrer? A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the new Frankie Paganini. Also known Who's as calling me Frankie? Frankie. And uh, Pastor <laughs> J. Dennis, co-founders of Wingman Nation. No, please don't Google Frankie Paganini. You'll get nobody. Maybe you will. <laughs> you, you might. Maybe Maybe you, might. Uh, you might get that. It's Nicolo's brother. It's Nicolo's brother. <laughs> Nicolo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, all the From Genoa. Genoa. That's right. That's the salami place, remember? <laughs> Well, we are happy to have you join us on our podcast, uh, the the Wingman Men's Moment, and uh, we are continuing on, actually ending today the official end of the 31 leadership lessons from David's Mighty Men, and it's actually 30, 30 lessons because yeah. we're skipping one. Yeah, we so, are. No big yeah. deal. We're ending it. But we're we ending got a, it. We got some great stuff coming down uh, in, the, in the coming weeks about loneliness. It's a it's yes. an amazing topic, especially uh, when it comes to men. Right? Uh, it isn't that something you wrote about that that there's you read that it was an it's it's a deep illness almost. It, like, it is. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. It says it has the same effect on your body as smoking fifteen cigarettes a day. Oh boy, and that's loneliness. Yes. And that came from the U.S. Surgeon General. So we're taking 31 biblical men, mm-hmm. and we're discussing their loneliness, those Amazing. moments of loneliness and what they did mm-hmm. about it. That's good. That's good stuff. So but today we're going to end uh, this series on a positive note about tenacity. Yes. Uh, day 31, it's called Possess Relentless Tenacity. And uh, Jay's going to be reading from Second Samuel 23, 15, and 16. Take it away, brother. Thank you, John. Good morning, morning uh, Frankie. <laughs> it's good to see you. We're looking at possess relentless tenacity. David longed for water and said, Oh, that someone would get me a drink of water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem. So the three mighty warriors broke through the Philistine lines, drew water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem, and carried it back to David. But he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out before the Lord. One of the most common denominators in David's mighty men is they possess this spirit of relentless tenacity. They refuse to give in to the enemy or to ever give up. The men had a purpose greater than themselves. Whether following an assignment or fighting in a battle, they refused to quit or to give an inch. Relentless tenacity, guys, means intense persistence. And when it comes to your faith in God, do you possess relentless tenacity? Mm. Uh, Are you passionately committed to any task that God gives you? What does it take to stop you from doing what God wants you to do? Think about that. Does busyness, inconvenience, discomfort, money, Our time prevent you from going all out with God? You see, a simple way to practice relentless tenacity is to possess a stubborn, unstoppable faith. Baseball hero Babe Ruth said it so well. It's hard to beat a person who never gives up. Yeah, man. I love that. Yeah. That's the picture of this relentless tenacity, also known as a stubborn faith. Stubborn faith. Yeah, thank you for that, Jay. That was very good. And, you know, guys, this this leadership uh, 
31 leadership qualities that we did of men, of David's mighty men. I would encourage you highly to go back and listen to some mm-hmm. of these. This this is stuff that is so uh, usable throughout our life uh, that these guys displayed in the Old Testament yes. and how it's applicable today uh, to who we are as Christian men. So I would highly recommend that. But and not, not only, hey, hold that thought. You could go buy the devotional on Amazon, too. And so there's a devotional on it, written. yes, that it's Pastor Jay writing. wrote. So, right. Right. I mean, absolutely, grab the devotional, use it, uh, to go do do 31 days. Right. And at the same time, listen to the podcast, because we add some things that obviously mm-hmm. yeah. are not in Sure, and uh, that's exactly right. So right. It's, it's a great tool. Good sure. point there, John. Mm-hmm. And so from discussing the relentless tenacity um, to be faithful as well. Let there be nothing that stops us from our passionate commitment to the Lord Jesus and his will. And and I guess what we're saying here, guys, is let your faith and your commitment to the Lord be positively stubborn. I love that. (laughs) Positively stubborn. Uh, you've heard the stories about donkeys being stubborn. We'll just be a donkey when it comes to this. Um, we are, we are called a be Eeyore, be an Eeyore. Oh, no. I know some of those. You do, too. No, no. That's a Eeyore. different kind that's, of donkey. That's a completely different kind. Uh, so we're, we're called upon to have that relentless, stubborn faith in God, never giving up in frustration and never, ever giving into temptation. Right. Obviously, we're human beings, and it's going to be you know something that we're always challenged with. But I think like anything else... And what uh, what uh, Babe Ruth said, you know, if we have a never give up attitude about, you know, and positively stubborn uh, and passionately committed to Jesus, right. it's going to be hard um, to, to falter. So that's right. Um, Louis Pasteur, the discoverer of the principles of vaccination, micro fermentation and pasteurization, said, let me tell you the secret that has led me to my goal. My strength lies solely in my tenacity. And aren't we all glad that he was tenacious? Yes, yes, yes. Um, Because he discovered what was his big discovery? It was uh, penicillin. Penicillin, that's right. Good. John, you didn't know that, did you? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) And Wayne Cordiero in his book, Leading on Empty, said, Faith is living in advance or we'll only understand in reverse. I love that Ooh, quote. That's, that's uh, quote, yeah. I probably need to say that a few times to understand it, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is so true. Yes. So let's talk about five truths. Every time we do one of these lessons, we talk about five different truths. And this is five truths about relentless tenacity. So number one, you must have a strong faith that God will do what he says he will do. And where do we find God's will? We talked about this last uh, did. last time. It's God's written word. We have to know what God is saying That's and understand right. to understand what His will is for our life. Yes. So we find a promise from God and we stand on it. Hang on to it no matter what happens. Amen. And the Bible is filled with promises. Uh, there's so many promises that you can claim in God's word. Number two, relentless tenacity comes from faith not from your feelings or circumstances. If you rely on your feelings or your circumstances, you're not going to be in a position for God to bless you and to use you. 
because only faith pleases God. Only faith. He says it very clear in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 that without faith, it is impossible to please God. But just the reverse of that, it is possible to please God when you have faith. Mm. So develop your faith. James DeMolo relates a story of how he was at a friend's place who had a pit bull terrier. The man had a tire hanging from a tree, got the dog, and worked up, then shoved the tire at it. The dog latched on with its teeth, and the man would shake the tire and swing it high in the air from side to side, but the dog would not let go. (laughs) How long will he do that for, asked James DeMolo. Couple of hours. Sometimes I go in and eat a meal, and he's still out there latched onto oh, that wow. tire. <laughs> really? Well, he can go for that long. Yeah, come on, let's go eat. They went inside, but the dog was still holding onto the tire. A couple of hours hey, later, smart dog. Finally, the owner had to go pry the dog's jaws off the tire. Wow! This is an example of what you might call pit bull faith. Pit bull faith. It never lets go of the promises of God. I like that. Man, we need a pit bull faith. Pit bull faith. Wow. And number three, practice that God will increase your, or excuse me, pray that God will increase your faith. Prayer is powerful. Yes. Now, how does our faith increase? Well, one way is to hear God's word being preached or taught. We talked about that, you know, going to church, making sure you're going to to studies and being around people that have strong faith. Right. Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we have to expose ourselves to God's holy word. Amen. Reading and studying, yes, but going to church and hearing strong pastors like Pastor Jay. Thank you. Going to different Bible studies that you know about, meeting yes. with other guys or couples that you can be studying and doing different types of, of worship yes. and different types of studies. Yeah, start um, a wingman group Start in your a church. wingman group with, with your church. Yes, wingmannation.com, little plug there if you want to figure out how to start one. And so lots of different ways, guys. You just have to act. Number four, follow through on what you commit to. So what is true with many sports is true with our faith as well. It is the follow through that counts. Yes. The follow through. And, you know, being a business person in business, um, statistically speaking, and you guys can look this up, but 85% of people in business do not follow through. Right. On sales, on contracts, on that the way they're doing business, 85%. It's that high. 15% of the six people that are successful in business are the ones that follow through and follow I up. I did not know that. It's an 80-20. Yes. 80-20 law. So here's a little or story. 85-15. 85-15. A church was concerned because there was a very unsavory business run by atheists right next door. So they prayed and prayed and prayed, and one day... The business burned down. The atheists heard that the church had prayed about them and decided to sue them. (laughs) When they got to court, the Christians objected that they were being sued as they had no idea that the atheist business was going to burn down (laughs) and didn't believe that God had done this as a result of their prayers. But the atheists were determined and insisted that the Christians had caused the problem. Finally, the judge looked at both of the parties and said, so let me get this straight. 
I have before me Christians who don't believe and atheists who do. Is that correct? <laughs> come wow. on, church. Come on, man. Oh, man. <laughs> follow through on what you commit to, follow guys. Through and follow up. That's right. <laughs> and then number five, the enemy wants you to give up and to give in. Refuse to do that in Jesus' name and keep moving forward. I read the other day, it says, people criticize Peter for sinking, but at least he got out of the boat. <laughs> Faith is getting out, out of the, of the doggone boat. Yep, yep, Just thanks. get out of the boat, guys, and do something. Many professional athletes have their trademarks when it comes to celebrating their wins. Tiger Woods has his legendary fist pump. The eight-time Olympic gold medalist uh, Usain Bolt has a signature lightning bolt pose. And once in a while, athletes, however, celebrate prematurely, which has proven costly. Cyclist Luka Pibernik from Slovenia sprinted to the finish line and raised his arms in triumph. Unfortunately, the race was not over, and another lap remained. <laughs> and after Hello. a grueling three and a half hours of cycling, Pibernick's reserves were empty and slipped from first place to 148. Oh, boy. Guys, the Bible encourages us to persevere to the end. The Apostle Paul uses the metaphor of a marathon to illustrate the perseverance of the Christian life. This is not a 100-yard dash, guys. This is a marathon, and we are to fix our eyes on the prize, Jesus Christ, and finish this race that God started within us the day we got saved. And finish strong. Yes. Finish strong. We're kind of remembered for how we end, so guys, end well. End well. Good, have good you point. Ever, have you ever heard of the the story of the the young man in the wheelchair that his dad, the dad decided that uh, the Hoyts, yeah, the dad decided he was going to do a triathlon, yeah. so his son could experience a triathlon. Mm-hmm. That's that's a perfect example. It of, is of, of literally ending well, exactly doing it right. I I think about people like Johnny Erickson Tata, who's a quadriplegic, but yet she is so powerful for God. Mm -hmm. And uh, so your faith has to be fed, and it's fed, Randy, like you said, through the Word of God, and have this relentless, stubborn, pit bull faith that refuses to let go of God's Word. That's right. Refuses to give up. So by, at the end of our, st- our uh, topics, guys, we like to give you a little prayer to go along with what we're saying. You can reword it any way you like. But uh, today's prayer would be, Lord, help me to possess the kind of tenacity that never gives in and never gives up when I know something is your will. Amen. Amen. Guys, we have our assignment from God. Let's be about that. Better husbands better dads, more godly and Christ-like men. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Share this with others. We've got so many exciting things coming that you'll want to be a part of, but it's so important that you continue to listen to these podcasts and share it with other people. But until next time, we run out.
The Wingman Men's Moment Podcast is brought to you by Wingman Nation, helping men become better husbands, fathers, and more godly and Christ-like men. Visit us at wingmannation.com. 